Welcome to In, In It, it together. together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Thanks for joining us again. Yes, I'm so happy today. You're always so happy. When are you not so happy? I'm just happy to be here. I love being here. I love having our little talk shows that we have. But more importantly, I love this time to connect with you. We don't get a lot of time and this is just a really special moment that we have where we get to share little bits of us with our listeners, but also it allows us to be together in a quiet space. So I look forward to it. That is true. And we, we, we find out new things about each other too. Like a lot of the, a lot of the things that we talk about, it's kind of us processing through a lot of things. Yeah, it is. I think it helps. I think it helps process how we feel. It helps us see our partners differently. It gives us more information. And maybe if we had these assumptions of our partners or what we thought of them. We learned something new and it's kind of seeking to understand why we're sitting here and on this podcast, just learning from things and having conversations. And we get to edit out all the bad things that we say to each other. Exactly. But <laughs> do we really say anything no, bad we don't. to each other? We, 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 don't. we don't. Not on air. <laughs> just kidding. So we're going to continue on the series of this book on agreements, the four agreements that we've been discussing for the last three podcasts ever since we got back. And this is the last agreement. And I think it's one of the one the one that ties them all together. Right. Yeah. It's it's just it's doing your best. Right. And it sounds so corny, but it's so important because the your best literally is going to change from moment to moment. And this is. This troublesome dynamic that I see all the time that people ask me questions about on TikTok or even in our healing community. You know, I they feel bad that that inner judge telling them that they're not good enough. Like, what does your best even mean? The reality is, is that today I might be functioning at 30 percent. I didn't get sleep last night. I'm low on my spoons. It was a bad day. Maybe all I'm going to be able to do is make sure everybody has dinner and a load of laundry has been done and I've done my work. If I do my best at those three tasks, I've done my best for the day. The problem is, is that we compare our best to what we did the day before. But maybe the day before we were at 70%. Maybe the day before that we were at like 92%. And there's this, this thing that happens, especially being neurospicy, where three days in a row I can be at 110% and going 85 miles per hour on the highway, accomplishing everything. And then here comes that two-day crash where I'm at 25%. And I feel terrible that I'm not doing my best. And that is that, you know, paradigm in your head, the shift that's trying to convince you that you're not doing good enough. And I think this is probably, in my opinion, the hardest one to overcome because you have to really understand it. Well, the key word here is try, right? It's to try your best. And like you said, right, it depends from day to day. Some days our best can be 120, 130, you know, whatever that is. And some days our best is only 15% or 10%. And we have to be okay. As long as we're trying to do the best that we can, that's all anyone can ever expect of us. So the key again is to try, right? This happens to even those of us that are uh, neurodynamic, as you like to say. Yeah, you're uh, you're neurodynamic, all right. <laughs> so you know, some days, some days you don't have a lot of energy, or some days you don't have a lot of willpower. But what you do have is the ability to try, 
or you might be triggered or, you know, there's so many things that could be happening in your life at, the, at that particular moment that you only have the ability to try. And we tie our success to, you know, whether we do or we don't, that we, we, we tend to forget that we sometimes you don't, all you have is the ability is to try. And the worst thing you can do is to compare yourself to when you were at your bad or, or at a better place and or even worse, right? Compare yourself to other people. And that's what we tend to do, right? We tend to to compare ourselves to the people that we see or social media or or even ourselves, right? So we tend to, or I, I could do this yesterday. I could lift this yesterday and I can't today. So I'm a failure. And that's never a good thing, right? That's goes back to the first agreement, right? Is be impeccable with your words. And trying is that is that bridge. Right. Trying is is that is bridging that gap between 110 percent and 115 percent or or 15 percent. So I'm, I'm just going to be honest here. This got me a little shook because I can distinctly remember conversations where like, no, you either do or you don't. You're not trying. You're either doing it or you're not doing it. Right. And that has stuck in my head. And. You know, that's that all or nothing, neurospicy, dichotomous thinking like mm, black or white here. But I remember there were times that you would say that to me. No, it's not. You're not trying. You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. And the issue now that I see when I look back and I'm glad we're having this conversation is, is that I wasn't trying then. And you knew that. And that is why you would say to me, no, it, you're not trying. You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. Because my toxic trait was convincing myself that I was actually trying my best at something. <laughs> I'm over here try, try, like, cracking up because it's true. Now I understand what you were doing. But like, I was over here like, mm, listen to him. Okay, all you have to do is try. But my brain bought me right back to that moment where... Now I understand what you were doing because that was my toxic trait. You knew I wasn't trying my best because you knew I was not hitting my potential. I wasn't able to see what my potential is. So hmm. now you have to tell me, hey, honey, you can't do 110% that you did yesterday. Today, you were at like 5%. You didn't get sleep last night. Now you have to tell me that you tried your best. That's all that matters. Now I see the difference. I just kind of wanted to acknowledge that, you know, share that. Yeah, it's funny. I was smiling while you were saying that because I remember saying that to you, right? I was either you do or you don't. But there is some gray area there, right? Like I'll, the point is that you're trying to get to the best, right? That doesn't mean you're going to achieve your best, but you're going to try to get there. And that's, again, that's the key word, right? And that was not the best way to frame that for you, you know, not knowing that you're neural spicy. But but yeah, it it was the act of trying to trying to get there not so much the achieving but the trying and i know this is a little off topic but it's so hard trying to communicate a concrete subject or topic to someone that's neural spicy because we take it so literal so um i'm sorry anyways moving on from that you know your best is going to be different when you're trauma triggered when you're sick when you're exhausted and when you've had a good night's rest, right? And we have to avoid the self-judgment, the self-abuse, the regret that happens with it. Because if you just do your best, there's no way that you're going to judge yourself. If you just do your best. I know I did my best today. 
I used up all my spoons. And for anybody that's like, what is this spoon thing? That If you're just coming on this podcast, listen to the last couple ones because I think I talk about it. Or even in the healing community, we talk about using your spoons. If you just did your best, you, you know, you got up, you took care of yourself, you fed yourself, you went to work, you tried to get all to those emails, you worked up into the minute that you could, you did your best. Your best has nothing to do with completion, accomplishment, success. It just says, what effort I had today to exert, I used it to the best that I could. And this is what I was able to do. So therefore, I did my best. Absolutely. And for our listeners that are familiar with that theory of spoons, it's really just about prioritizing what needs to be done. Because some days we have the ability to do a lot and then some days we don't, right? We don't have the executive functioning. We, we've lacked sleep. We've lacked, you know, whatever it is that's going on. Some days we just don't have it in us to complete a full day's work, if you will. Um, so you prioritize what needs to be done and you just work within those priorities or spoons. You know, this is just crazy. You've been telling me for what, eight to 10 years now, prioritize, prioritize. And all along it was the damn spoon theory. <laughs> and then I come to you like, honey, look at all these spoons and all. And no wonder why you're like, that's nice, honey, because that's exactly what you've been saying. This is, this is why I love these podcasts, because I just love these moments that we have. And we have these literally live on air where everybody's just kind of, I mean, it's, it's live for us, recorded for them, but to just experience that. And that's what I hope. I hope as you're listening to this right now and we're talking about trying your best, that you're having these aha moments, that you're having these amazing feelings in your chest. You're like, oh, that's what that means. All of those moments are healing moments. And when you can stop judging yourself and recognize that you've done your best, Shaming Sally over there isn't going to pop in your head or shaming Sam trying to tell you that you're not worthy. Right. So I just I don't know. I just think it's amazing. And the reality is, is that we all have an inner judge. We're all going to judge ourselves. And you know what? Sometimes we need to be judged. We need to stand in front of ourselves in the mirror and say, how did you handle the situation? The inner judge is to assess the situation and give positive reinforcement and feedback. The inner judge is not to shame. And when you can do your best, then when you have to stand before your inner judge, you're not going to feel bad. You're just going to assess the situation. Say, you know what? Today, all I could do is this, 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 and this. And tomorrow, let me see if I can do a little bit more. And really, when you can live by that concept, you can learn to start practicing radical acceptance and radical self-love because you recognize that you really are performing at your best and you're more than good enough. And that, for a lot of trauma survivors, is a very hard concept to actually conceptualize and to integrate into their daily life. And you touched upon two concepts that we've talked, we talk a lot about them in our community, and I'm not sure if we've made actual separate podcasts about them, but one is like naming your anger, right? You talked about like negative Sally or negative Nancy or whatever it is, naming your anger or naming your negatives. I'm sorry, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, meant. you name the negatives. I'm over here cringing. I'm like, negative Sally, that doesn't, no, it has to be negative Nancy or negative noob, something like that. Uh, yes, it's it's naming the negatives. Yeah, and that's that's an important concept, right? That way, that gets you out of that self-critique mode sometimes, right? Because we all are, we all self-critique. We all have this inner self-critic. And it's important that that self-critic isn't that negative that's putting us down and putting us and humiliating us and and being critical of us in a, in a negative way because that's not productive 
for us, right? It is okay to be able to look at your to look in the mirror and see all the things that you can change about yourself, but without that negative critique that a lot of us have, uh, because that becomes counterproductive to our healing journey, to our to 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 evolving as individuals. I'm glad that we talked about naming the negatives. And just for a quick recap, like we, again, we talk about this in the healing community. If you need a community, if you need a place where you can go and get the support and get daily, you know, help and Zooms and journal entries and shadow work, it's the place to be. And I'll explain this more in there. But ideally, we all have these things about us, like we procrastinate, right? Let's talk about judging. So each one of us, when we're trying our best, we're going to have an inner judge. And we should name that judge. We could call it Judgy Jackson, Judgy Judy, whatever you want to refer to. And anytime you go to judge yourself for not being good enough, you say, Judge Jackson, nobody asked you for your opinion. I did good. So people are going to think you're crazy. You're talking to yourself. This can be done in your head. But it's to isolate the fact that you aren't that emotion. You aren't part of that. You know, your behavior might be, but that's not who you are. So when you isolate and say, excuse me, Judge Jackson, nobody asked you for your opinion in this. I know I did my best. All of a sudden you feel relief because you have isolated yourself from that judgy part and that you can see yourself outside of it and separate from it. And it doesn't become a part of you. Naming your negatives. We teach our, you know, our our son, he's got this little negative thought process that goes in his head and it's negative Nedry. So anytime he's, oh, you're not good enough. You can't do something. He says, shut up, Nedry. And that helps him understand that, like, that's not my voice. That's not my thought process. That's not what I want for myself. And so we can do this with trying your best. Name your judge. Give your judge a name. So every time you go to judge yourself or shame yourself, you can isolate it. And that really helps you to see yourself outside of this inner critic. And that goes back to the overall theme of the book about agreements. And it's these agreements that we have with ourselves, once we start to agree that we're less than, we agree that we're not good enough, we agree that we're not smart enough, we agree that we're not good looking enough. Once we, we have these agreements, right, we, ha- we build this book of law and that's what we're basing all these self-critiques on. It's easy for that negative judge to come by and just reinforce what we already have agreed to. So it's important to note that, again, these are these are agreements that can be changed. We can rewrite our book of laws. We can rewrite the agreements that we've made with ourselves and make those changes. And that's where naming those negatives, now it's not me doing that. It's the voices of the people that projected their beliefs and projected their realities onto us and that we just happen to agree with them. But now... We can turn around and disagree with with those and change our book of laws, change who we are and evolve to be the people that we want to be. Exactly. And that's what healing is all about. And when we think about it, when we're doing your best, right, the habits of like using good words, like the words that we use and not taking things personal and not making assumptions, those things become much stronger. And a lot of the other things we used to do become weaker because by doing your best, it's a lot easier to apply those, you know, other concepts and other agreements that we've been talking about because your best is going to change. And my best is not going to be your best. And your best isn't going to be my best. It's what you are capable of that day. And sometimes it's that hour, that moment. There are going to be days where you are going to have to live 
one moment to the next because you've been triggered, you're exhausted, you're tired, you're emotionally dysregulated. And so your best right now is not going to be what your best is going to be in the next moment. And so that's why it's really important that we hold compassion and grace for ourselves so that we can get through those times from a much, much healthier perspective. And when we do that, and we try our best, and we put our best foot forward, that's where that saying comes from. You just put your best foot forward in that moment. You take your next step and your next back step. When you do that, eventually, you'll find yourself in a better place. You will have walked yourself out of that negative hole by just doing your best and not judging yourself in that process. And that act of self-love is healing. And that's what we're here for. We're here to heal. And the truth is we're not always going to be impeccable with our words, right? We're going to slip up. There's going to be days that we can talk to others and talk to our, uh, be that inner critic for ourselves in a much nicer way. And then there's some days that we're just not going to have it. And the same thing goes with uh, assumptions. There's going to be days that you're super triggered and you're going to be assuming all over the place. And there's some days that you're on the ball and you feel like, okay, I'm checking my perception at every turn and that's great. And the, the point again is we just have to try. We have to be aware of these things that we do, be aware of, be aware of these agreements that we talked about and try our best to implement them in our lives. Exactly. And I think you summed that up when we think about it. It's really taking each day looking at, okay, how have I been with myself today? And I think we're kind of doing a little synopsis here of trying to tie in all of the the, ep- the last three episodes with this one is be kind to yourself, talk kind to yourself. Don't talk about others in a negative way if you can. You know, there's going to be days where, you know, you can give yourself a little leeway because I sure will. And, you know, it's important that we try not to take things personal because remember, people project all the time how they're feeling onto us. And that doesn't have to become our truth. And there's going to be days where, guess what, we're going to project. And there's going to be days where we're going to, like you said, assume all over the place and people are going to assume about us. And there's going to be days where we're just not going to try our best. The whole purpose is that you get up the next day and you just try your best and you start over again. You pick up where you left off. It's not about being a perfectionist. It's not about, oh my God, I went three days without assuming and here I am again assuming I can't do this. And then the inner judge starts up. It's like, you know what? That's awesome. I went three days and I didn't assume anything. What were great things that happened during that day? What did I learn from that? Well, let me just pick up where I left off. This is what life is. It's not all or nothing. You're not constantly either I'm on the train tracks going in the right direction and I'm making all these great decisions. Oh, I'm off and I'm a failure. Sometimes the train takes a detour. Sometimes it breaks down. Sometimes you need to get off and stretch your legs. Life is all about the little tiny things that happen in between. It's not constantly about always making the right decisions and always being on. Because if we always were, we would not know what it would be like to fail. And if we don't know what it's like to fail, we definitely can't appreciate when we succeed and we do accomplish something and our best does result in something positive. And so I think that that's really important. I think that's ideally what I got from that book. Well said. No, I absolutely agree with that 100%. And for all of our listeners that are out there that feel alone in this journey, absolutely check out that community. We have a, a group of people, like-minded individuals, all looking to grow and heal. And you know, I'm, some of my proudest moments is hearing like how much growth a lot of our community members, we still got to figure out a better name for them, have been. How much they've you know, evolved and how much they've grown. And, you know, we've seen their journeys from 
right at the beginning and and now there's there's so much further along it's amazing to me they're doing great things with their lives seriously it's amazing and it's it's the in it together family right exactly i love it you know in it together that's our podcast we're all a family it's our chosen family and so yeah so i'm going to link the um community in the bio so if you're interested in it check it out and would love to see you there and if you have questions about the podcast or anything feel free to message us so again i hope you guys got some good information from this podcast absolutely let us know if you have any questions and as always take care of yourself until next time so guys if you aren't following me already you can find me on tiktok at ask.courtney on instagram at askcourtney underscore and on youtube at askcourtney and if you'd like to be a guest on a future podcast you can reach us at podcast with an s at epiphanymedia.com we'd love to hear your stories guys so make sure to reach out And as always, we're all in this together, so stay safe. Remember, there's no shame in asking for help. Till next time.